Well, hello. It's good to see you again today, and um, we are happy to be able to join you. And, you know, as things kind of settle down for us, we're noticing that things are opening up again, uh, and that's a good sign. Businesses are opening. There's more um, activities that we can participate in. Uh, people are being called back to their jobs. But I think that this has created a, a new sense of um, issues for many people. And so as we have been interacting with clientele, uh, we've heard a lot of things from different uh, groups of people. And uh, let me just go ahead by, first of all, introducing again to you, uh, Dr. Rich Cozart. He is uh, one of the counselors and the director of counselor education here at A Future in the Hope Counseling Ministries. And um, Rich, would you like to say a few words just from some of the things you've been picking up on as you've been dealing with clients? Sure, it's good to be with you uh, here today, and and once again, we're we're in this uh, pandemic, and uh, hopefully things are opening up and getting better. Uh, and yet, there's other issues um, uh, about um, social unrest and uh, difficulties, um, serious difficulties that are going on that we're seeing reflected in the clients. And I believe some of these scenarios that we're going to talk about today are are going to give us um, food for thought as we go forward. Yeah, so let us just begin. Uh, we've got a couple of scenarios here that we wanna share with you. The first one, um, I'm just gonna read this to you. It came from um, uh, a man who is really struggling with uh, what's going on in his life. He says, my job furloughed me and now they're asking me to come back. I find that I have much less trust in life than I once did. I seem to have lost confidence in myself and trust in others, even those people who are closest to me. Will this sense of mistrust and lack of confidence ever go away? Will I ever be able to trust and feel at peace again? How would you answer that, Rich? This is typical, I believe, of uh, individuals that have been under a great deal of stress. When that happens, there, there's less tolerance for difficulties. And usually our, our anxiety uh, increases, um, depression may be there. And then along with that is going to be interpersonal relational um, issues, breakdown in communication, breakdown in, in trust, and it is brought about by these, these external factors um, that we see. When an individual is taken out of his or her um, daily habits, daily routines, and is, let's say, confined to their home or apartment, wherever they live, um, life is disrupted, that makes things more difficult. And my feeling is that an individual like this, once they return to the routines of life, generally speaking, their mood will improve, their relationships will improve. And so there's a sense of, um, of uh, hopelessness in um, this individual or just sort of grasping for hope. And I, and I believe it will get better um, for this person and most people when they return to the natural, the, uh, their regular routines. 
Yeah, I think what we're talking about here and what this young person is referring to is just that transition. I think that for most humans, um, everything in our human nature resists change. And we've been in this new normal for long enough uh, that it has become a new normal for us. And, and the rhythm of life has kind of gone into doing life this way. And now going back to a job, uh, going back to um, the way life had been, only it's probably never gonna be the same again. Um, it, it's a new adjustment, it's another change. And I think that, you know, that does create a sense of a lack of confidence. And I think just the fact that, you know, he. Uh, was furloughed, you know, that that's kind of a something that really kind of strikes at, at our sense of self-confidence, you know, mm -hmm. am I not good enough? Am I not enough that they could spare me, that they could set me aside uh, for a period of time? So yeah, it is a difficult struggle, but I think you're right. It's once he gets back into a sense of, okay, I can trust again. And over time, we do uh, build trust. Mm -hmm. uh, the next one came from a young man, 18-year-old uh, uh, person that I uh, deal with on a regular basis. And um, here's what he said. He said, I feel pretty let down by those in charge of the whole education system. I was finally able to graduate from high school after it looked like they were going to cancel it on us. There was a lot of uncertainty and confusion, and I felt a lot of anger. And so did most of my friends. How do I deal with the fear and the sense of doom that things could go back to this crazy lockdown again and that our lives would be placed on hold again? This young man, you know, and, and the other part about that is he did graduate last week and he um, is in a totally different place having graduated, um, but he, he is um, still, he settled down, but still, yeah, not trusting and not feeling very confident. And, you know, it kind of reminds me of the way things had uh, a cycle that, you know, I think we go through every few generations of, you know, this mistrust uh, of the younger generation for the older generation, because they seem to be the ones making the rules. And yeah, what are your thoughts about that, Rich? And also the, a, a young person um, lacks the, the context to interpret these events. Others, adult, older adults, uh, have been through difficulties over the years and they've learned to reflect and interpret things in a more, I'd say, rational, less fearful uh, way. And young people haven't faced things like this. And so when they listen to the news or listen to their friends, uh, when they see these things happening um, in society, it, it can appear to them that things are uh, terribly catastrophic, that life is, is uh, doomed, everything is, is going to end as they know it. And it, it's going to take them more time to process what they are uh, taking in and to be able to, to reflect in a logical way and bring their irrational fear levels down to, to uh, normal levels. So we're not surprised. And many of us who, when we were that age, uh, took things like this in a similar way. And we want to be there for these young people and help them to, to talk it through, 
and to reassure them and assist them uh, uh, as they go down, go down this uh, particular path in their life. Yeah, you know, um, as, as I'm listening to you, uh, I'm recalling, you know, a book by uh, Stephen Garber, uh, The Fabric of Faithfulness. And in that book, he talks a lot about uh, that transitional time in a young person's life, you know, those late teen years, early 20s, when, you know, people are really at a crossroads, you know, they, they're trying to develop their own perspective, their own worldview. And on top of all of that, for these young people, of today, this Generation Z, they are having to deal with that transition of life just sort of turned upside down for them. You know, I think it's difficult enough, as you said, you know, to be in that age group and, and um, kind of trying to figure some things out. And then to have what happened uh, recently in our, in our culture happen all around them, you know, to be um, school shut down. This one young man said, you know, one day I was in school, we were looking at spring break, spring break began, and boom, all of a sudden the, the bottom fell out of my world. And, you know, no more school, and maybe not graduation. And, you know, for a long time, and he said, as he said in this comment, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty and confusion. I think the uncertainty and confusion, you know, was for all of us, but I think particularly these young people, who feel at the affect of uh, decisions that are being made that are kind of out of their control. And so, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think, you know, your, your message to us as older adults is to, you know, be there for these young people, to constantly reassure them that it's going to be okay, that, that we're going to get through this, and that, and that we're there for them, that they're not alone in this, and that, you know, really we are, we are their advocates we're on their side, we're, we're on their team, and you know, we want to see them succeed. So yeah, that, that's yes. very, good, very good counsel. Mm -hmm. Good. Do you wanna take the last one here, Rich? Yes, uh, the third one uh, is, uh, my husband lost his job because of coronavirus. It was scary, but he was able to draw unemployment insurance, and we were okay financially. Now he has a new job and will go back to nine to five schedule again. I've gotten used to having him home, uh, helping me with kids and keeping me company. While I'm pleased that he has a new job, I'm worried that we'll lose some of the closeness we built while he was home. How can we hold on to what we have come to enjoy? Now that's an interesting uh, twist on things, uh, isn't it? Because on, on one hand, we want um, to return to work, um, but this um, wife is saying that she really enjoyed and cherished the times when her husband was home and was able to spend more time with her and, and uh, with uh, the kids. So now she's going to uh, miss those times as he uh, returns to a new job. Um, I think perhaps the, the biggest lesson here uh, is that we learn things through this pandemic and through this unrest that we see in our society. And it makes us step back and reflect and think about, well, what should my priorities be? Where should I invest my, my time, especially my leisure time, my non-working time? And perhaps this, this wife and, and this husband are thinking, wow, it was really neat. It was sweet 
when we were spending time together during the pandemic, during the lockdown, and let's try to carve out some time going forward that can replicate that. I, I think that's what we, we can learn. I think that's what God wants us to, to do. He wants us to learn through the difficult times and not to say that the difficult times are, are good or right. We're not saying that, but rather what can we learn that is good uh, through these times? What do you think, Pat? You know, I, I totally, I, I, as, you're, as you're talking, I'm thinking about one of our counselors um, in our group who, who always says when things go wrong around, you know, I, I'll complain to him or you know, just kind of grouse about my circumstances. And he always says this, which is a little aggravating, but I think it kind of speaks to what you're talking about. He'll say, Pat, what is the lesson that God is putting in front of you now? What is the work he wants you to do? What does he want you to learn out of this situation? You know, it's kind of frustrating for him to sort of throw that back in my face. Mm -hmm. Yes, I think you're right. And, and I believe through all of this, um, God has been speaking to his people and trying to teach them some very valuable lessons about life and maybe reprioritizing some of the things that maybe we once took for granted. And, and that's kind of what it sounds like this woman is saying, you know, about her priorities have changed. She appreciated and really enjoyed that time, that precious time that they had to be together. And even though, you know, well, he was able to draw on employment. So, you know, financially they were okay. And she enjoyed just that closeness again. And I think the lesson here that um, she seems to have learned is that um, it is something she needs to cherish, as you said. I love that word cherish, that cherished time together. And so, you know, as we're talking about transition and moving now to a new place, uh, a new normal, a new way of living and being together, I think it's important for people to, to really kind of take the time as they're transitioning to assess their priorities and to take a look at, you know, what truly is important? What have you learned through this experience? That's actually something that I said to this uh, young 18-year-old graduate we just spoke about. You know, what have you learned? You know, and he said, you mean in school? Yeah, no, not, well, school, obviously that's important. But I think very recently, God has been teaching all of us some important lessons about life. And, and I believe because um, of who God made us to be and who he is um, in our lives, that we will come through this victoriously. We will come through this wiser and maybe with some better, more um, God-like, Christ-like priorities in our life. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, there's a verse of scripture that says, let us always be ready to give a reason for the hope that is in us. Uh, it's an interesting scripture because it really speaks of one of the character qualities of God's people should be hope yeah. uh, during difficult times. And all of us to one degree or, or another, and some much, much more than us are, are suffering during this time. And it would be good if we could develop in our hearts this hope, this hope, which is a, a peaceful optimism, I think, a peaceful optimism about, about God and faith and, and others as we go forward, because that really 
encourages and lifts other people up when we can be a source of hope for them. Absolutely. I love that. I love that uh, thought. And for those of you out there who are watching this podcast today, um, I just pray that as your life is transitioning back to your new normal, whatever that might look like, that you will take the time to assess where you are, what you've learned, and, and how really you have come through this better than when we started. Um, maybe not financially, maybe not in terms of some parts of your life, but in terms of your own wisdom and your sensitivity about what truly is important in your life. And if you need any help with any of this, uh, please know that we're here. Um, our contact information is on this podcast. Uh, call us, email us, uh, text us, whatever means you can to, to get the help you need. Um, we just want you to know that we're here for you. We wish you well as you transition back to uh, life uh, in, a, in a new, better normal than we had before. So, um, Rich, do you want to say anything, parting words? Good to, be, good to be with you all today. Look forward to our next time together. Me too. God bless you all. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye.